the Sports Complex, afternoons 5 to 7 on The Horn. Back on the Sports Complex here on The Horn on a Tuesday afternoon. It's hour two. Of the sports complex an abbreviated hour two. We're going. Uh, we're giving you up to Rangers pregame at six thirty as they take on the Baltimore Orioles. Rangers up 2-0. Will they play tomorrow or will they move on to the ALCS? Looks like the Astros are wrapping up their game. Uh, they're going to try and go. They're going to go up two to one in that series. They're up nine to one now after Jordan home run and Jose Abreu uh, two run shot. Uh, Nathan Evaldi on the mound for the Rangers tonight. Uh, we will get you that game. Pre-game at 6.30. But before we get there, more of your text, 512-447-3776. I promised you some good news from the Longhorns, so I'll play you that uh, that audio as well, and I'll play you some Jerry Jones audio as well. And uh, if we have time, I'll talk a little bit about the Spurs, but we won't we won't try and we'll force that in if we can. All right. Uh, but here's the good news. And I'll get back to the text line. I'm going to palate cleanse everything, and then we're going to get back to You know what? Let me read the text. I'm going to read the text, and then palate cleanse, and then it'll get worse with Jerry Jones. Can we do that? Right, we'll do that, because I want to palate cleanse at the end of the Texas talk with us. Uh, I think Texas OU. We've been asking the poll day, uh, poll question days. How many losses do you have? Uh, do you see left on Texas schedule? Uh, how many losses? They've got six games left in the regular season. How many losses do you see on that? We're not asking bowl games or Big Twelve championship, which you hope to be in. Uh, how many losses do you see there? I think Texas and OU both have one more loss this year, and I don't know where that leaves Texas as far as the Big Twelve championship. None of us do. They lose another one; it becomes a lot more clouded because there could be multiple two-loss teams, and then when it goes down to tiebreakers, which I won't know what they are, and because everybody doesn't play everybody anymore, uh, we don't know what that'll end up being. Uh, people refuse to acknowledge Quinn's performance after the rough start and need to sit down and shut up. I don't think they need to sit down, and shut up. I'm not telling anybody to sit down, and shut up. I am asking you to be a little bit more objective with your own quarterbacks. And to not say, well, he threw two interceptions and then called, like, that's the end of the game. Like, the stat line somehow doesn't, like, the game doesn't play into it that those two interceptions were in the first two drives and then the rest of the game he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he did still make some bad, you know, he didn't make all the best passes. But, yeah, and then to say he lost that ball up and all the things, you know, look, there's just some things in there where, you know, what you, you have to do what the coach calls at points and it is what it is. Uh, run that route that Worthy dropped against Alabama is going to be one of the ones uh, for the goal line, I'm guessing you're talking about. Uh, K-State and West Virginia for the two losses. We do not play West Virginia, so I don't think that we will get that loss because I do not believe we play West Virginia again. Uh, if I look at that schedule one more time, I don't believe we do. I'll check it because I don't want to be wrong here, but we don't play West Virginia, so we can't lose that game. So two more losses. We play Houston, BYU, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Those are the ones, but we can't say you could have a good K in the state, but that cannot lose West Virginia. Uh, we do have an, I've been infuriated with Jerry Jones since he fired Jimmy Johnson. Yes, we will get to that, and I will make you more infuriated with him, I promise. Uh, zero losses. Our schedule is weak from the very beginning. I thought it would be a loss to uh, Bama and a beat OU, so you had a one loss season. And uh, Chief Engineer, I feel like Quinn will be even better next year. He doesn't have a ton of playing time as a whole, and certainly not in one system or scheme. Uh, we don't know, because he may be in the NFL. The plan is, his plan is to be in the NFL, so we do not know. Here's your palate cleanser, though, guys. Uh, Arch Manning, you know, he got that card. He raised over, a, that card sold for over $100,000, raised a bunch of money uh, for the for the Panini signed one-of-one one card and all that. They made all this money. Uh he it was nil, so he could keep the money. He said today he will not be keeping the money. Here's the sound of uh, what Arch Manning did 
with the over $100,000 he raised uh, selling his card. Thank you, Mr. Berger, and thank you all for having me. Um, when I first partnered with Nini to auction off my trading card, I wanted the money to go to a good cause. Helping children live healthy and fulfilling lives was important to me and my family. With that being said, I'm donating 100% of the proceeds from my trading card to Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Texas. Thank you all. There you go. He donated all all of it, the, the entire proceeds to the Ronald McDonald House of Central Texas. Very cool thing for Arch Manning. I know he doesn't need the money. Some of these other guys do. I get it. But that's he, he doesn't have to do that. He is a, he's a young man. He does not have to give up uh, more money than most of us make in a year to, uh, to, to give to charity. So hats off to Arch Manning. That's our palate cleanser, guys. Arch Manning, uh, third string quarterback for Texas, is able to give away $100,000. That's how powerful Texas is. We won't, we'll, throw, we'll ignore the fact that he's a Manning. Third string quarterback for Texas donates $100,000. That's the power that Texas is. There's your palate cleanser. Text line's still open. We'll see if we get back to it here at the end of the show. Uh, 512-447-3776. Uh, Jerry Jones was on 105.3 The Fan. We were off a little bit early. I'll tell you what. Let me tell you about my friends, uh, Dr. Greg Eckert and Brain Vault. I want to tell you about them. Brain Vault is a sports science technology founded locally right here in Austin, Texas. Brain Vault is a patented technology based on proven science delivered through MouthGuard to help reduce the risk of concussion. Brain Vault has used their technology for the past eight years with roughly 100 NFL players with no concussions reported. And Brain Vault has now brought their technology using the NFL in a retail version so your sons and daughters can have the same level of protection that NFL players have experienced. Brain Vault is now widely used at the college, high school, and middle school levels. Many of Texas high school and college football players have been wearing the Brain Vault custom mouth guard for the past two seasons, and now again this season with tremendous results. They've raved over the fit, the comfort, and protection from the Brain Vault custom mouth guards. Many athletes continue to wear their Brain Vault must- custom mouth guards uh, in their other high school and middle school sports, such as lacrosse, rugby, soccer, basketball, baseball, and cheerleading. Whatever you're going to do with it, I would have been wearing it when everywhere. Uh, I know I was prone to concussions when I was younger, and... Uh, Probably got some playing basketball even, which is terrible, but uh, I definitely would have been wearing mine all over the place. Uh, parents that love Brain Vault mouth guard can be worn in all sports, and now their athletes receive that protection throughout their entire athletic career. Brain Vault is currently conducting, uh, conducting team and group fittings for college, high school, and middle school athletes in Central Texas. If you're a coach, trainer, booster club member, team parent, visit BrainVault.com for more information to set your team up uh, or get a group fitting today. There's no reason you shouldn't be going to BrainVault.com if you have a kid that is playing sports and looking this up. Just go, give it a look, read over what it is. I promise you're going to be uh, you're going to be excited about the technology and what they've been working on at BrainVault. So at least go give it a look. If nothing else, go give it a look right now. BrainVault.com. BrainVault.com. Join the movement. It's one of the safest and most comfortable mouth guards you can wear. It's got a custom fit. You can talk, communicate, breathe easily. You don't have to take out the mouth guard to talk. They can be more worn in all sports. Check it out. BrainVault.com. Join the movement. All right. Now we got through all that. Let's talk about Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Jerry Jones won 105.3 The Fan. And, you know, he this is, this is his interview. He tries to give it. He basically said the same thing a bunch of times. He gave a bunch of the same answers. Uh, I tried to cut some of them out. I didn't want to give you the whole thing because it is a lot. Uh, but basically, his main sentiment that he wanted to go on to say, we have the players, we have the coaches. Here's, here's Jerry Jones and kind of the main sentiment he was putting out today. I see we, we have the players and we have the systems in place to do it. 
Uh, we have, uh, in my mind, make no mistake about it, we have a quarterback that can get us there. There's, uh, and so I feel very strongly there. Uh, we have coaching on both sides of the ball that can get us there. Yeah. He's saying we have everything. We Guys, guys, relax. Just relax. We have everything we need. It's all there. Don't worry. You know, it's okay. I know we had a bad game. And this is what he said a lot, too. Anything can happen in the NFL. We go, yeah, we saw that in the Cardinals game. In the Cardinals game, you can say anything can happen in the NFL. You can't say that when you keep saying, well, the 49ers game is where we're going to see if we're any good, and the 49ers are the team that keeps knocking us out, and that's our benchmark. I can tell your other benchmark is going to be the Eagles. And if you're not ready by that game, it's going to be hard times for for Jerry Jones because it's going it's to be getting pretty late. You're going to have to make that decision before the Eagles game, I believe, if you're going to do anything. But it was just, we got the players. We got it. We, we will be good. We'll be good. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. We have the players. We just need to change up what we do. We just need to change up. We just need to change up what we do. And this is what he says. We've got to change. We've got to change what we do. Uh, my life has always been working for myself. And uh, consequently, when you work for yourself... You have to change what you're looking at in the mirror. That doesn't work anymore, or that's not working, and you have to go change it. In this particular case, we have to do some changes from within, and I'm talking technical things now. I'm not talking about the will and the attitude and the work ethic that's with this team. This team's got that. And we have players in place. Do we have it at quarterback? Let me be very affirmative. I completely uh, believe that we have the quarterback that can take us where we want to go. Do we have the coaching staff on both sides of the ball? And I certainly do. Did Sunday reflect that? No. you got to make changes. We're not making any changes. Now, he kept saying we're going to make changes. The changes are going to be schematic changes. Schematic changes. And by the way, I will tell you, uh, Kurt Warner tweeted out something, which is uh, what coverage you want to see from ex-player athletes, from ex-players when they're uh, doing their commentating. That We've seen a couple guys come out that are just there for the clicks that have said, whatever about Dak Prescott, he's just a terrible quarterback. I don't need your breakdown of he's a terrible quarterback. Anybody can say it. Kurt Warner actually breaks down how the route was not run correctly on one of his interceptions, and he shows that it's on a slant route and that it's just not done correctly. Now, whether that's a wide receiver problem, whether that's a practice problem, whether that's a coaching problem, that, that we don't know. But we can tell you that it was not 100% Dak's fault that he's put in a position where he has a harder time to win. And that's where, apparently, Jerry is saying we need to fix that. We need to fix those things. Now, I don't know why he believes the same guys who put you in that problem are going to be able to get you out of that problem. That when we knew the problems were there with Kellen Moore, that you were able to do certain things against bad teams and not do them against good teams. And then Kellen Moore leaves, and it's the same exact problem. And now you may go, oh, that wasn't Kellen Moore. That wasn't Kellen Moore who didn't put together, like, that was not putting together the best game plans against good teams and wasn't changing things up and wasn't breaking tendencies and wasn't, you know, making sure that everything was tamped down to be per- perfectly right. Maybe it wasn't that. Maybe he wasn't the one that was catching it. No one was catching it. It wasn't just him. Sean Heimer was on this staff last year as an advisor. Mike McCarthy's been there for, year- for three years now. Maybe, how have those guys never caught it? And he, he certainly hasn't caught it now, but we're supposed to believe he's going to figure it out. And that's what's, but this is the problem. Is that's what Jerry said in that interview. He says at the beginning of that. He goes, I work for myself, and I, I know when something's wrong, i got to change it. 
And then he just says, but we're not going to change anything. And I get he says we're going to change little things, but he doesn't mean that. When he worked for himself, he didn't say, well, you know, I, uh, I wake up and I can't sell anything, and I can't sell anything. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to knock with my left hand now. Because that's basically what he's saying. I'm going to door-to-door sales, and I was knocking with my right hand. That's why I'm not selling anything. Knock with my right hand. I'll knock with my left hand. Sales are going to go through the roof. It's wishful thinking, and it's craziness. And this is the one that gets me the most. This is the one that infuriated me the most because he says one thing and immediately backtracks on the other end. The beginning of this has some sort of old-school Jerry Jones wisdom in it. And the end of it has old man Jerry Jones written all over it. I'm not panicked, uh, but, but the gap is, uh, I don't want to, uh, uh, when some, something tells you what it is, uh, don't try to dream that it's something else. Now, what I'm trying to say is we can do better than what we did out there Sunday night. There's, uh, that's a given. We can do better. We have the potential to do better. We have the preparation to do better. When something tells you it is what it is, don't dream it's something else. And then immediately says, we could be better. We are better than that. That wasn't us. I'm dreaming again. He has a lucid moment there. He has that little moment where he's right on. Don't don't look at something. When something tells you what it is, don't dream that it's something else. Solid advice. When you see something and you know what it is, don't dream that it's something else. Don't pretend that your problems aren't going to be there. You know what it is. I can't go eat a big plate of nachos and not expect to gain more weight. Can't go, well, you know what? I put extra jalapenos on it. That's like veggies. Now it's now it's great. No, it's telling me what it is. They're telling you what it is. They told you what it is. You can't beat the 49ers. You're going to continue to not beat the 49ers. You're not going to beat the Eagles. Trade deadline's on the 31st of October. Are you going to be able to make the moves you need to make and salvage your season if you go through this next packs, few packs of few, uh, few games and you don't make any and you only make small adjustments and you change up routes a little bit and you do what your little bit you can do and you go up and you play the Chargers on Monday Night Football? What if the Chargers beat you? What if Kellen Moore knows what you're going to do and you don't change enough and that whole crap about getting getting Trey uh, Trey Lance and he was going to tell you what the 49ers do? That stupid whole thing that people were talking about. Well, yeah, they got your offensive coordinator, so they know what you're going to do. The playbook doesn't look that different to me. Then you got the Rams. Aaron Donald's coming after Dak Prescott. You don't think that's going to be a problem? That Rams defense playing a little bit better? Matt Stafford coming out. Maybe they'll be able to get some things going against this Cooper Cup just going little short routes all day long. Maybe they can go. Then you play the Eagles on 11-5. It's too late. Trade deadline's on the, tw- on the, on the 31st. If you're going to make a move. Is your season over on 11-5 if you drop three games in a row, two or three of those? How do you feel at the end of that? When something tells you what it is, don't dream it's something else. And then he talks over it. Ah, uh, well, what I meant was we have the ability to be better. What I meant is I'm dreaming. I'm going to tell you that I'm dreaming, that I'm going to dream. Just craziness from Jerry there. I, I, and I get my man Chan on the text line always tries to talk me into a sanity that it's Jerry Jones and it's the Cowboys and you can't think logically in these things. Beginning of that again. I'm not panicked, uh, but the gap is uh, I don't want to uh, uh, when some something tells you what it is. Uh, don't try to dream that it's something else. Yeah, don't try and dream that it's something else. What? You can't say that. And then come out. 
Thanks to 105.3 The Fan for putting up this audio. I appreciate it. Uh, you can always hear his interviews on there. Every uh, Tuesday, I think he does them after games. You can go listen to Jerry Jones. And there's 20 minutes on that interview if you want to listen to the whole thing. they got to post it up. You can go find it. I think he's posted on the Dallas Cowboys YouTube, too. You can go find it wherever you find it. And, and hear him talk about this for, for 20 minutes and kind of say the same thing over and over again. Say, Dak's our quarterback. We think he can be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And Mike McCarthy, we got the coaches. We just need to be better. We just need to be better. If something tells you what it is, don't dream it's something else. There's something there, Jerry. You were right for a minute. And then it all went downhill. All went downhill. We're almost out of time. I did tell you I was going to give you an update. I'm going to try and leave on something more positive. I know you guys on the text line uh, <laughs> I do like this text. I watched my team on Saturday lose, and I still feel a lot of hope. I saw my team on Sunday lose, and I have zero hope. It's kind of how I feel. I'm not, a, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I cover the Cowboys because we work here in Austin. I know a lot of you guys that listen are Cowboys fans. I, I'm rooting for the Texans. I, I can break down their stuff, but not as many Texans fans out there. So I go with the – we talk about the Cowboys. So we go with that. Chief Engineer, your, your Raiders did win the game last night. Jordan Love looked terrible. It's, but the Raiders are at the point where the, the, the Texans were at a few years ago. <laughs> The Texans were at where I was like, just lose all the games, just fire everybody, just clean house, and then let's get happy again. Let's let's just get let's let it get really bad so we can get good again. As long as Josh McDaniels can stay, it's going to be terrible. Hate that stuff. Hate it's just not a Josh McDaniels fan. Real bad taste in my mouth. Sorry that you have to deal with that chief engineer. That's a terrible thing. Uh, but I do. Before we get out of here, I will give you the update. Uh, guess what? Women Yama looks great. Uh, he looked a little t- a little timid at the beginning of the game. It's going to take him a while to get used to it. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't put that you're thinking that he's going to win MVP this season because you know he's going to have to get better at bumping around for rebounds, especially and getting loose balls and being okay in there and you know the contact. And both him and Chet Holmgren are flexing. The two skinniest guys you've ever seen are flexing out there. Chet Holmgren looked really good. That Oklahoma City team is going to be a lot of fun to watch. If you have league pass, that is league pass required viewing. Oklahoma City with Josh Getty, SGA, and now Chet Holmgren looking good out there. But Wimanyama, doing things that you don't expect guys to be able to do at that size. I mean, just looked really, really good out there. So if you're a Spurs fan, that's some good news going your way. If you see, something tells you what it is. Don't dream that it's going to be something else. That's crazy that he said that. And then lied for another 20 minutes. I tell you what. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, Rangers pregame coming up right here on the Horn. We'll be back tomorrow. If the Rangers win- lose tonight, it'll be a really short show tomorrow. If they win tonight, they're on to the ALCS. Uh, so we will be on full show tomorrow. But we will find out tonight. So tune into the game to find out what our schedule will be tomorrow. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in and playing on the text line. Uh, until tomorrow, be safe, be kind, keep your underwear clean. And uh, we'll see you right back here tomorrow, 5 o'clock, on the Sports Complex on the Horn.